Welcome back to another episode of Girls & Co. We've got a very special guest, someone who's never done this before. Never. The one and only Shelfie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing great. Do people in your life call you Shelfie no. or Dan? No, I call me Dan. Okay, Dan. so I want to start off with that. Who are you and where did that name come from? Okay, so it's really simple. Okay. It's, I'm, I'm Dan, 24-7 okay. in my real life. Okay. But Shelfie is short for Top Shelf. Okay. So when I first started making content on the internet, I wasn't planning on like making content on the mm. internet. So when I made my YouTube account, I just named it my gamer tag, which was Top Shelf. And it just... So my YouTube name was Top Shelf for like two years. And yeah. when I went to my first event, people started calling me Shelfie because it's super awkward saying shelf, Top Shelf, hey, calling someone Top Shelf. Yeah. So they called, started calling me Shelfie for short and I just changed to that. Okay. That's just kind of turned into a nickname. I needed it to be, have a nickname though, because Top Shelf was weird. Yeah, Top Shelf is like, okay, bar, <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> the service, hospitality. Okay, so let's go back to the very beginning, where you're from, who are you, where you grew up, all of that stuff. I grew up in South Philly. Okay. I grew up in South Philly. Um, I was born at Children's Hospital, Philadelphia. Nice. And when I was 13, my dad got a promotion. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Delaware. He okay. was working in Wilmington, Delaware at the time. Okay. So high school all was like a reset for me. And yeah. Yeah. Perfect age for that, huh? Yeah. Perfect age. Worst and possible age for that. Nice. I remember yeah. the, the first baseball team I tried out for, I went, I tried out and everything went great. And then I got put on like the, the bottom <sighs> roster and I was the, like, the Whoa. bottom shelf. Yeah. yeah I got put yeah. on the bottom <laughs> shelf. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. I love it. So when did gaming and content kind of come into your life? Was that kind of an escape for you growing yeah, up? It was always an escape for me. So, I mean, when I was nine years old, I remember the first like little league championship I ever won. Mm -hmm. My whole team came over to my house and like the parents hung out in the backyard and yeah. we played the second Crash Bandicoot game oh my gosh. on PlayStation That's one awesome. all night. We I played all night and it's, it's just always been a part of my life. And when I was in high school, mm -hmm. like my friends from the neighborhood, when we, that was like our thing. Like we would go to school, we'd go to practice or whatever. And then at like six o'clock, we had that couple hours. Get on your headset. We'd hop, put the headset yeah. on. And that was it for like, I mean, from middle school all the way through high school, it was just like that. It was just like yeah. a part of our culture. That makes sense. And so at what point did you decide, you know what? I'm going to film myself doing this. <laughs> that, that was a, that was a weird bridge to cross. Um, cause when I first yeah. started like making content, I was really just doing like tips and tricks stuff because okay. I was really good at the NHL games. Okay. I was really good at the, I was good at the NHL games. So I started watching like people that were already making content yeah. on that type of stuff. And I was like, all right, well I'm already doing it. I've really, I'm already, yeah. I'm already doing it. Just record it. I find it interesting. So I was like, why not? I'm not going out as much as I used to. I yeah. got, I got more free time. Yeah. So I just started it and it okay. just, the snowball started rolling instantly. I think it was, it was less saturated back then yeah. in 2015 than That's it is right now. That's what I was right going to ask is when. And so back then it was YouTube is yep. where you started? Yeah, YouTube's where I started. Okay. And NHL already had like an established community. There were some people there. Um, and I forget, I, I couldn't even tell you what got me to MLB the show, but someone convinced me to just play MLB the show. And I hadn't played it in years. Cause I was always like more of an Xbox guy. Yeah. I had Xbox PlayStation is exclusive on PlayStation. So I was yeah. always more of an Xbox person, but I started making MLB. And when I was playing MLB, I was making some videos. I just, my first thought with the whole thing was no one else is really doing this. Yeah. Like there's so like. 
two or three other people doing this. And the biggest person doing it at the time was Dodger Films. Oh, wow. Bobby okay. Crosby. And, yeah. But he's more known for like the softball games. Yep. Like he does the video game stuff and he was doing great at it. Those yeah. videos were awesome, but it wasn't like his primary content. There wasn't anyone like primarily making baseball video game content. So I just went with it. And right around the same time, there was like five or six other guys that started at the same time as me. And mm -hmm. we've kind of just, they're like, go to each other's wedding type stuff. Now. Oh, wow. Like we've been, we've been in a group chat together for like seven years. That's now. crazy. Like they're some of my fuzzies. They're, they're some of my best friends. That's crazy. Yeah. And so at what point you start doing this, you're making videos, doing content, move over to MLB, the show. What was the moment or the video or whatever it may be that you were like, okay, this could be a career. I yeah. think, I think <laughs> honestly that that moment was the paycheck. That was at, at yeah. some point I, I started making an, I started making enough money off of it to where like I felt dumb going to work. Yeah. So it's because like I had just I dropped out of school before I made the decision to do this. Mm -hmm. I was going to school. I was in my second year at Salem Community College. OK. I wanted to be a writer. Really? And I just woke up one day and I was unsure because like I didn't know if I wanted to be like in media as a writer or yeah. if I wanted to like think about writing like a book like a or book. Like, be creative. Interesting. But, I just, I don't know. I had like an epiphany one day. I just woke up. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And that 45 minute to drive to school every day was weighing on me. So I dropped out. I was working two jobs okay. when I started doing YouTube for fun. Okay. And eventually I started making more on YouTube than I was at either of the part-time jobs. So I went to one part-time job yeah. and YouTube. And then eventually it was just YouTube. So it was like a slow, like a gradual fade yeah that's interesting and there was that you there studied. was never really like a point where i was like i'm gonna do this until i was full-time like the day i went full-time is when i was like all right i'm gonna do this now but up until You're then right. it was just i was just riding the wave which is crazy because i think nowadays you hear a bunch of creators say that it was like overnight success light yeah. switch all right i'm in like i'm done with everything else like contents yeah. but yours what do you think like a year two years time frame where it two. was kind of two years. So I would say I, the, one of the bigger moments was when I went to LA, I went to Los Angeles in 2017 mm -hmm. and I met up with a bunch of other people that were like similar size to me. Like if we're doing YouTube, but yeah. weren't full time with it, like we all had other jobs. Yeah. And when we went out there, we just started networking. We met with people at EA sports. Mm -hmm. We met with Dodger films. So I've mentioned before yeah. I played in a video, one of their uh, softball games. I played in one of those. And that first trip, when I just started meeting people and doing stuff, like I, I wanted to do more. Yeah. It wasn't really about the job or like make turning it into a full-time job. I was having so much fun. Like I just flew to Los Angeles to like hang out with these people that I met on the internet. Yeah. And it's like, but because for me, I hadn't been on an airplane till I was 22 years old. Like literally the year before I went to LA, I had got on my first airplane. I grew up That's in the city. Crazy. I, I didn't go anywhere. Like my dad didn't get his license until he was like 40 years old. Cause we lived like in the city. That's such a Northeast thing. I feel like, yeah, it's a very Northeast thing. That's crazy to me. I want to go back to you going to college and studying writing. Like yeah. you wanted to be a writer. Is that something that you still have an itch for nowadays in any form or fashion? Uh, not necessarily. I think it was my whole thing was always just. I do. I will say from time to time, I do joke around with Roman about uh, he I joke around with him about making up a superhero. Yeah. And like from time to time, he'll like joke around about it. And I'm like, I will I will write that whole thing. I will if do you, it tomorrow. If you just wake up, if you wake me up tomorrow with some random like 
character yeah. you created, I will You'll start have a whole typing. plot. <laughs> I'll start typing. I love that. That's cool. But I mean, I think that you, I think the people go who study writing or any kind of creative field, they want a way to express themselves. Yep. And you figured out a way to do that in an obscure way at the time, yeah. but it feels like it worked for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So, obscure is a good way to put it. Yeah. Obscure. I mean, what was the response to the people in your life when you were like, <laughs> I'm doing YouTube full time? <laughs> it was for for the most, I mean, I've heard some horror stories from people that like their parents weren't supportive or like their girlfriend was like, what are you doing? Oh, but, yeah. Like, me, though, with like everyone in my life, they already knew. I mean, yeah. I was. I it was, was a, it, you ease people into it. Yeah. Over the and years. not even just that, like. Everyone that knows me knows that, like, if I'm doing yeah. something, I'm doing it 150%. Yeah. So, like, I, it wasn't like, yo, I'm going to try and be a YouTuber, which yeah. you hear a lot nowadays. Yeah. You hear that a lot nowadays. That really wasn't, wasn't what it was for me. Yeah. It was like, hey, you know that hobby that I've already talked about a bunch before? Well, I'm kind of making enough money to just do it. So the only the only person who really gave me a hard time, I have a cousin. Yeah. And we would uh There's always we, one. There's always one. I'll tell this story. We would uh we would hop on Call of Duty at night and mm -hmm. we would just be sitting there. I'm just sitting here playing Call of Duty and all of a sudden just my intro to my video starts playing in the party chat. Right now he's playing my YouTube videos into the mic like this. I'm sitting here trying to get like I'm playing Fortnite where like three teams left all ears. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to the channel. I'm like, oh, I just edited that. Please shut up. <laughs> I hate because that's the other thing. For me. I don't I can people could joke around. My cousin used to mess with me all the time, but I don't really care. Like that stuff doesn't bother me at yeah. all. But the playing the videos thing, uh, my own voice is nails on a chalkboard. It's, it's so just funny, nails isn't on it? a chalkboard. I think it's because you spend so much time editing your own stuff. You hate hear. I, I'm oh. I just overhearing myself talk. I hate hearing my. <laughs> by the end of a video that I'm editing, I will not go back and watch it. It's nope. it's out. It's up. It's up. I'll. I don't see remember you later. it. It's out it's all of the my chopping. brain. I've heard every clip yeah, seventeen like, times. Nah, 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 nah. And I'm you're like, it. God, okay, out of here. Um, so how long? Were you kind of just on YouTube before you started integrating things like Twitch and other social media platforms? Because it feels like you kind of took off when YouTube was a thing. It was a big thing, but it wasn't being utilized like it is today. Yeah. So live streaming for me, I started in 2019. 2019 is okay. when I made my Twitch account. Up until that point, I would stream here and there. YouTube always had their own like streaming yeah. thing, but it, it wasn't good. They right. just, I think they did a whole big switch with that in like 21 or 22. Mm -hmm. um, but 2019 streaming on YouTube wasn't really a thing. Like he went yeah. live. It was like a default thumbnail. Yeah, like, you so bad. You couldn't customize anything. Oh. Um, so I didn't stream that much, but eventually, I think it was one of my buddies was making good money on Twitch. So I was like, let me try a couple streams. You're Why already not? doing it. Why yeah. not? The hard thing, I will say the hard thing about that and with any creator that's branching out, mm -hmm. it's so hard to deviate from the content that's working to like yeah. work on side projects because yeah. that's what's working. Especially once you go full time, you have that pressure of like maintaining the income yeah. and making sure there's not too many dips. So like working on those side projects can be difficult, but streaming is like an outlet for me. Mm -hmm. So I started in 2019. COVID is when it really blew up because everybody yeah. was at home. Everybody was at home. So I would go live at like 10 o'clock in the morning and everyone was home. Yeah. So even if people are working, they're got they're it up on there. their, it's up over on the side. So COVID's when streaming blew up for me. But. And what other platforms do you utilize when it comes to stuff like that? I mean, I'm sure you do all of them, but what are the ones that are, I guess, the most lucrative or that you've seen the most success on outside of Twitch and YouTube? TikTok's the best when it comes to like 
quick growing and like yeah. getting eyes on things. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at short form content. That's like my Which weakness. Which is so funny to weakness. me. It's my weakness though. I don't know why. It's a mental block though. Like, like I said, it's like deviating from the regular content. Yeah. Because my long form videos do so well for me. And it's anytime I make a short form video, it feels like a project. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what the outcome's going to be. And I've had some short form stuff that I've spent a lot of time on that flopped. That's like, oh my gosh. I think I make really good IRL content. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's tough, man. It's yeah. tough. I get that. I totally get that. So I want to touch on something that you kind of mentioned. The fact that YouTube is your full-time job and knowing from what comes from being in this world and just content creation in general, has there ever been a point where you're like, okay, maybe I need to zoom out, don't do that as much and find something more consistent? Has there ever been a moment in that for you? Not since it started. That's awesome. Not since it started because for me, like, it could end tomorrow. Like, yeah, so I'll you be, might as well go, I'll be, go out kicking. I'll be fine. Like, I, literally, like my YouTube channel could completely fall out tomorrow. I'd be perfectly fine. Like I've, I started, I got my first job when I was 13. Yeah. I was working at Victoria's Secret when I, when I was doing really? YouTube. I, it was an overnight shift. I'd go in at like five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Cause I'd, I, I'd if, move the stages, take the trash out, break down boxes, maybe even <laughs> do a little security tag work from a little bit, depending on what they need. If and then I clock out when they open. If you would have been a sales associate nah. at 13 at Victoria's Secret, no, no, this I would have <laughs> paid so much money for that footage. Like no, that security footage. That was of my like, freshman year of college. <laughs> <laughs> like not wanting to like touch the I was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. That's <laughs> but that's awesome. part of why my family, everyone was so supportive of everything. Cause like I, I was in college, I would go to school, I'd stay for practice and then I'd go work an overnight shift. And on days where I didn't have class, I'd pick up shifts at Victoria's Secret and I'd be at work at five o'clock in the morning. I was always doing something yeah. like I wasn't, YouTube wasn't like, oh, like end all be all. Yeah. It wasn't, I never made it like, I'm, I'm going to do this and like, if I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like, if I have to go, I worked at McDonald's in high school. If I got to go fill out an application for minimum wage, I'll fill out an application for minimum wage. I'll be a manager in six months. Minimum wage is going up. That's Way a up. positive. That's <laughs> a positive. So, well, then on that point, then, what is the end goal for you? What is the next step? Because I think a lot of creators run into the fact of, like, okay, I'm creating content. It's successful. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, what's next? Yeah. So, what's next for you? I don't know. That's exciting. I don't know. It is exciting. It because is exciting. you could really do anything. Yeah. I've looked into some other, some side businesses. Yeah. I've looked into owning real estate and all that stuff. Really? Just trying to, you know, get the money right. If you start live streaming like Sims, <laughs> you should start Sims. Yeah. Here we go. Some like cross you know, referencing content. I like that. There's a lot of uh, YouTubers that have had success in like real estate. And there's a lot of them that get an Airbnb. Yeah, I get an Airbnb. So that's oh, yeah. a, I get I go down rabbit holes watching people put their Airbnbs together. This is the is the worst. Some of my favorite the best. social the worst. yeah. Some of my favorite <laughs> social media accounts. One is on Twitter and it's called like Zillow, like Best of Zillow or something. And oh, they just God. find outrageous homes on Zillow, and I will just doom scroll All through night. the entire night. thing. You know, I missed three episodes of my show. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Okay, so zooming out, coming back to us at John Boy Media. How did you get introduced to the guys here? And um, how did you become a part of it? I got introduced to John Boy at the Easton Experience okay. in 2019. They, they, Easton flew a bunch of influencers out 
all in one place. That is like the one trip I regret the most though, out of everything that I've done. Why? I was, I was in a bad, it was the only trip where I was in like an actually bad mental, but I was just dealing with some family health yeah. stuff at home and I don't like putting that on other people. So I was wearing a mask the whole trip. Yeah. I just didn't talk as much as I wanted to. And like, if it wasn't for Jimmy having a good relationship with Frisk and Fuzzy, I probably wouldn't have even talked to them much after that trip because I didn't put myself out there. I remember, there's one moment from that trip in particular. It's always stuck out to me. We went out to get pizza yeah. the first or second night we were there and I just was in the corner on my phone the whole time because I was getting updates from my sister and stuff. And when we left, I remember thinking, I like I, I met everyone. I got everyone's phone number, but I feel like I didn't like attempt to have a relationship with anybody on this yeah. trip. And that bit me for a while. Yeah. So I'm happy that like, we circled back because yeah. Jimmy and Jake obviously have a good relationship with Frisk and Fuzzy. So I've been invited back, but now, now I feel like I've, I've gotten that back, but I wish I could do that Easton trip over again. That's when I met them. I mean, I get that. I think we, I think as creators, you sometimes find yourself in a place where you have to go through the motions a little bit yep. whenever you're dealing with things back home or in personal life. And, and I have moments like that. I think we all have moments. The show like goes that. on. Yeah. The show still, goes on. I try to explain to people that when you, and I'm sure you get this whenever you stream, it's like, when you are live, it's a light switch. That light switch is on. Yep. And the second it's off, you're you sink. Dead. Yep. The second we do these like live streams for the playoff games, I'm energized on whatever. It's done. No personality. Yes. Zero I exactly. personality. I, oh, doing it in I you just brought me to a uh, I did a show for literally for uh, MLB Little League World Series mm -hmm. on ESPN. We hosted at the Little League World Series, but the way they set the setup, we were in the sun. Oh. And we were in the sun, like directly under the sun, just doing reads for like two straight hours. So it was like the worst time of my life. And the whole time that the red lights going on, red lights coming off, red lights going on, and red you're lights like, going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. It's fine. We are having so much fun here. That is, um, have you, you know, over the years, I'm sure you've run into people and I'm sure you've read comments and dealt with, with all the negativity. Like what is something that's been hard about your career that you think that you've been able to overcome maybe over the years or something that you still struggle with just being a creator and putting yourself out there constantly? Um, see, I try not to, uh, somebody out there has got it so much worse than me. So I try not to think like that at all. Right. Like for me, really like the hardest thing on a day to day is actually working from my own house. So like if yeah. I have to go to the kitchen or if I have to go to the bathroom, like my kids want to see me and it's like getting it. But like, that's also a blessing too. Right. Like I get to see my kids yeah. at home. Like people don't have that. So like any negative that I have associated with this current position I'm in, there's also positives. Mm -hmm. So really probably my ADHD, just staying on track yeah. day to day, keeping things organized. Cause yeah. I'm, I don't have a boss. I don't have anyone looking over me. It's I don't you. have anyone saying this needs to be done. Yo, did you get that done? Hey, where's that email? It's if I don't get it done, I don't get paid. And that's just, yeah. that's it. That's it. There's nothing, there's nothing else. So when did you start? Have you always involved your family in some of your streams and your kids and, and your wife and whatnot? Because I, I love the fact that you kind of have combine both your personal and professional life. We see a yeah. lot of creators that keep that very separate, mm -hmm. um, but you have capitalized on it in a very elegant way, in my opinion. So uh, what was that decision like for you? Because I'm sure when they're younger, that that's hard. Yeah, I, it's par I'm part of the reason I don't upload as much IRL stuff as I would like to is because I don't want to throw my kids out there too much. And yeah. I don't want to like put them it's into it. It's tough. And uh, for me though, like I'm really grounded. 
I'm a very yeah. simple, like I was always a homebody growing up. Me and my wife have been together since we were 14 years old. I love that. So she's seen the whole process. Oh, she's seen the entire process. That's awesome. From the beginning. From when I, would, I made my first video, I was still living at my parents' house. I was sitting on the edge of my bed in my bedroom when I made my first video yeah. at my parents' house. And then it was our first house together, making content in the office downstairs. And now we have two kids and we have this house in the suburbs. And it's she's been there from the beginning. That's awesome. The beginning. That's awesome. I love that. So zooming back to the John with me, I'm bouncing all over the place because my brain's my brain's all over the place too. I, so I feel relatable. you. I feel relatable. you. Um, you've been a part of some content and also the warehouse events. We got to yeah. talk <laughs> about the warehouse Man. accident. It happened. First of all, do you hate us? No. Okay, that's good. No. No. Does I'm your actually, wife it's hate the, us? It's the, literally, it's the complete opposite. I'm so thankful with how everything played out and I feel like I tried to push this energy out when I got back to the warehouse because oh like, my God, from the moment what? I got hurt I couldn't even think about my foot I was the whole time I was like I cannot ruin this content right now like this like I remember the whole that. time the whole time I, I can't be when I, the whole car ride to the emergency room and the whole way back, I was just like, I'm going to be energy. I'm going to just be happy. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Like, I just, I just, I don't want to leave. And that be the last of me in there. I was so adamant out getting back before the championship. Cause I wanted to at least show up before yeah. it ended. Cause I, man, cause I don't like, I'm not an employee here. So like the fact that like the shelfie who we invited down yeah. here as a personality oh. just blew his leg off. <laughs> I remember this moment where we helped you off the so it's, field. It's burned in my brain. I had to go get your phone. And the first thing you said to me was, I just, I really don't want to mess up the content. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> was, uh, that, see, that part, of, the part where I was on the couch, I blacked out for that. That oh. conversation, I don't remember. What I do remember, and you're the person that I explain anytime <laughs> anyone asks me about like how I reacted. Yeah. Your face is burned in my brain because I remember all I remember was I stopped running and I was standing there like, that's not good. Like, oh, I, I instantly I, knew. I can't feel my foot. And I, someone, I think it was Nikki and someone else grabbed my arms and you looked right at me and you said, are you okay? Or so are you okay? Or what did you do? You said something like that. And I think you were going to ask me a question and I looked at you and I said, I just tore my Achilles. Like I was positive. Yeah, I just you tore were. My Achilles. I, I tore my Achilles. And right after I said that to you, I black out. All I remember was I tried to step on it. And when I stepped on it, it wasn't there. Like my foot just wasn't there at all. Mm -hmm. And I almost fainted, actually. No, I, I almost, remember I, that. My body like kind of dropped. I started yelling at people. I went into like super type A like mom mode because I was just like, <laughs> help him out. Someone get him water. I was like, where's his phone? <laughs> yeah, I was. I just remember testing it and looking up and seeing you. And I was like, I, I tore my Achilles. Yeah, and then I, I remember almost passed that. out. That's all I remember. I blacked out after that. Yeah, we, yeah, you on the couch. Only thing you kept saying was, um, I don't want to mess up the content. I don't want to mess up the content. And I look, I can't remember who I look. I think I looked at Bill and I was like, if he says one more thing about the content and if anyone in this warehouse makes him feel bad about the stupid content, I mean, I'm, I'm going to lose it. that guy who tore his Achilles playing what cricket What a storyline. What a storyline. No idea how many times I've had to explain this. The fact that then you walked in because the entire time I just remember Rose being like, so how are we going to explain this? <laughs> and I was like, I guess the truth. I don't mean, I don't know. We can't like hide it. But uh, then the ER doc gave me a bad, 
a false prognosis that yeah. I made. Yeah. So what, so I'll tell you right now, the emergency room experience. Yeah. Oh, you get there. I got there. And it hits you. Well, first of all, they put me in a wheelchair that I should have said no to because, oh, my gosh, bro. Really? Yes. But we get we get back there, and I said I tore my Achilles. And I don't know if he didn't believe me or he's going through standard stuff, but he's, t- like, touching it. Like, touching it. Like, grabbing it, trying to feel where the gap is. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> Ow. Literally, him grabbing it was worse than when I when it popped. I'm not kidding. That, that he was putting pressure on the nerve, trying to find where I was like, please stop. He told me to move my foot up and down, mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of movement on the way down. And he told me it was partially torn. I have 50 percent mobility, and I need to go see a surgeon when I get home. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Maybe I'll like skip out on the surgery. It'll just be like a long rehab. You'll be fine. When I seen, when I, I tell you, when I seen the scan myself and there was just a gap in the back of my leg, I was like, oh, all right. He said, you're going to get a, a surgery called the jig procedure. Didn't even give me the option. He was like, you're getting surgery. It's completely torn. Like, sh- so that first doctor was just like. I, I think I just, I don't know if I like champed. I just, that when I pushed You probably foot, were I still probably numb. Just, and I just, probably just pushed it yeah. too far and he thought it was more active than it was. <laughs> it's only partially no partially torn wow. and then he and then he wrapped it up and he's like grabbing it while he's wrapping it. i'm like this is the worst experience ever i'll give it to you though you came back in with a smile and you sat there through that entire i was adamant on being in a good mood and, and you like you were involved it wasn't like you were checked out i was i honestly thought that you were okay like i thought I, we were gonna win i'm still mad we lost yo <laughs> i'm still mad we lost honestly I, I still think about that. That that was the closest that Joe's McFly has come. Then I almost passed out at physical therapy the first day I went to physical therapy. What? Okay, yeah. so I wait. was all in my head that day, though. You leave the warehouse. How did you get back? Because you drove. Oh, home? Yeah. Oh, my sister and her boyfriend came, and my sister drove my car home, and I rode with her boyfriend. Wow. So. Okay, so then you no, go to- Shout out to my sister. Shout Stop out. Stop of a dime, just driving two and a half hours. I know. And making her boyfriend come with her. What a champ. <laughs> what a champ. What the boyfriend just being, yep. Yeah, okay, it was funny. So there. I was riding with her at first. <laughs> yeah. And after like 20 minutes, she was like, I can't drive your car. Because I had my Jeep with me. Yeah. And it kind of swerves a little bit. Yeah. She was like, I can't drive your car. I was like, well, if you're switching with him, you're driving by yourself. Because I'm yeah. hanging out here. Yeah. So she drove home by herself. Shout, so, out, shout out to Monica. So how are you feeling now? Feel good. I feel, feel good. good. Yeah, I can walk. I can do day to day stuff at a one hundred percent. I can jump a little bit, mm-hmm. and I can jog now slightly. Okay, but I can't do anything like explosive. Like if I do the exact same motion I did when I tore it, where I try and like plant, yeah, off of it, it'll it'll go. I know. I heard that you were trying to get involved with BB four, and they were like, no, no, yeah. No. I'm like, listen, I'll come do whatever Are y'all want. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Need a ref? Oh, it yeah. was fine. I'll, do, I'll do whatever y'all want. But yeah, he's he's pretty much said, you know, I can. I can play wiffle ball with the kids, but don't go trying okay. to sprint. So how much longer do you have until you're a hundred percent? About a month. Okay. About a month. So like by the end of the year, you'll be like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on my running program now where we're like working my sprints. Exciting. Up. So What's been there. the hardest part about that? Cause I feel like the patience of it all is really the yep, hardest, that's isn't it. it? The patience is the hardest, especially the first month. Cause you're in that boot. Showering sucks. Oh yeah. Showering about that. sucks. And it's your foot. So it already smells. Yep. Oh, your poor wife. God bless Awful. her soul. Oh, you, you have no idea. <laughs> God bless her you soul. You have no idea. <laughs> Shout out to the wives and sisters out there, man. Seriously. They're, they're the end goals. <laughs> um, so last question. 
Um, I know we've kind of already touched on this about your career and where you want to take it, but what is, if you had to tell me right now, something that you are going to tackle in your field next, what are you tackling next in 2024? 250,000 subs. Okay. We just, we just keep climbing the mountain. Okay. What are you at now? 191. So close. 191. So close. 191. We're stepping away from baseball season, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I know. Once uh, once baseball s- actually stops, that's when people start wanting it more. Yep. So, yep. well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for that. Thank you so much for sitting down. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yes, of course. Uh, this will be on Girls & Co.'s YouTube and shared all over the place. So, hey. catch you later.